Amen. The phrase, with all, with all, it's found 56 times in the New Testament, in case you're counting, and uh, 44 different verses of Scripture, we find these two words, with all. Particularly, this particular passage of Scripture um, in Mark chapter 12 is relating back to some old, an Old Testament passage, a couple of Old Testament passages, Deuteronomy 6, 5 and Leviticus 19, 18. That's not really our theme necessarily tonight, but it, but it is the top with all. Uh, if we're going to put them in order of importance, the top with all is what Jesus said here. Uh, and that is that we love God with all. Not that we just say we love God or we say we love our neighbor, but we love God with all. And so uh, you have to consider that. How is your love for the Lord? How is my love for God? What, what does it take to keep me from living for the Lord in a fervent way? Will anything keep me from living for the Lord in a fervent way? What we're striving for is with all. What does this mean? What does with all mean? It means giving our best, giving our best with all. I want to love God with all of my heart. I want to love God with all my mind. I want to love God with all my strength. I want to love God with my best. He deserves our best. Why does God deserve your best? Why does God deserve our best? Why does God deserve my best? Well, because God gave us his best. He gave us his best in the Lord Jesus Christ, his his one and only Son, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Love gives. Love always gives. And so we want to love God with all. We want to love God with everything we have, with every fiber of our being. Ecclesiastes 9 and 10, the Bible says, Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. Don't just do it 25%, 50%. Do it 100%. Give it all for the Lord. Anything less than our best would be sin. Anything less than my best uh, would be uh, going against what God desires and what God deserves. Jesus said, with all. Love God with all. That's what he deserves. So as we think about that being number one, the number one with all, uh, I'm not saying, I, 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 maybe I'm spending a little bit less time on that particular one tonight, but it is the number one with all. The rest of these uh, fall under that. The rest of these come under that, but we're going to see several more. So let's, let's open our Bibles or keep our Bibles open now and turn to the book of Acts, chapter number four. Acts, chapter number four. As we are a part of Anchor Baptist Church, it is not, again, it is not the pastor's church. It is the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. It belongs to Him. And so when we think about our Christian life, my life is not mine. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. These hands are not mine. This these feet are not mine. This body does not belong to me. If I'm a Christian tonight, if I'm a born-again believer, it belongs to God. And so I need to, with all, everything I have, with all, it's for the Lord. And so as we are a part of this church, Anchor Baptist Church, we want to see what else in the Bible, what my life can be in Christ. How can my life be 
lived in Christ. Look at Acts 4.29. The Bible says there, And now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants that with all, there's, there's a with all right there, with all what, church? Boldness. Boldness for what? Boldness for speaking thy word. So, the first with all, of, uh, obviously the big with all, is to love the Lord our God and our neighbors ourselves. But tonight, number one, we can live the Christian life in Christ. Now, we aren't going to be bold in the flesh. Don't forget that. You can't, you're not going to be bold in, in, in your might, in your power, but by the Spirit, saith the Lord. Right? And so with all boldness in Christ. In Philippians chapter 1 and verse number 20, the Bible says, According to my earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. The Apostle Paul is speaking about boldness. Uh, we see over and over again. Uh, we, re, we, we did our study through the book of Acts, so we're not going to go back and redo that. But it talked about the boldness in the prayer meeting that they had. So, with all boldness, as a Christian, we have nothing to be ashamed of. We have nothing to be ashamed of. In fact, we have every reason to be bold, not, not brash. There's a big difference between brash and bold. I don't have to be mean to be bold. And by the way, my boldness is not about me. Because who am I? <laughs> I'm no one. I'm a sinner saved by grace. Uh, but I have the privilege of being a Christian. Not because of anything I've done, but by the grace of God. For by grace are you saved through faith, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. Uh, that not of yourselves. So my boldness is not about me being bold. My boldness is in Christ. That not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. You say, Pastor Turner, well, I'm kind of shy. Well, you can be bold in Christ. It's not about your personality or my personality. Well, for sure, Pastor Turner, you stand up in front of everybody every week, and so you're probably pretty bold. No, you know what? Uh, I, I'm not very bold, actually, quite frankly. There's so many times that the enemy intimidates me. And that's not right. Because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. May we not be intimidated by the enemy tonight. We may not be able to see the enemy in flesh and blood because that's not our battle. Our battle is not with flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. But God says, with all boldness, we can preach the gospel with all boldness. Uh, we can be a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus came and spake unto them, saying in Matthew 28, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore. So if I am in Christ and Christ is in me, guess whose power we have? We have Christ's power. So therefore, with all boldness, we can go with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have God's power. And uh, earlier we talked about it. If you're still in Acts 4, just uh, scan down the page there to verse 31. We read verse 29. Just kind of let your eyes go down two verses. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken uh, where they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they spake the word of God with boldness. 
Folks, you can speak God's word as a Christian. I can speak God's word. You can speak God's word. You don't need a Bible college degree. You don't need a, a theological degree. You need the Holy Spirit of God. And if you're saved, you have the Holy Spirit of God. And so we can live the Christian life with all boldness. With all boldness. Let's look at another one. Acts 17. Acts 17. With all. My new life in Christ as a Christian, number one, can be lived with all boldness. Number two, my new life as a Christian, and I'm saying new life because even though you may have been saved for a decade or two decades, it's still a new life. You weren't born with this new life. You had to be born again, as Jesus said. And so notice in Acts 17, verse number 11, It says, these were more noble than those in Thessalonica. So, the people in Berea, talks about in verse number 10, they were more noble than in Thessalonica. How? In that they received the word, here's our two key words tonight, with all readiness of mind. Readiness of mind. And search the Scriptures daily whether those things were so. Secondly, how should we live the Christian life? We should Number one, we should live it with all boldness. This boldness is in Christ, always. Secondly, how should we live the Christian life? With all readiness of mind. It's right there in the Bible. With all readiness of mind. It's, if it was good for the Berean Christians, it's good for the Burnaby ones too. Amen? If it was good for the Berean Christians, it's good for the Coquitlam ones or wherever you live tonight, wherever you pillow your head tonight. And uh, it's good for them. It's good for us tonight as well. What does readiness mean? It means a zeal. It means a eagerness. That with all readiness of mind, let's not stop reading the Bible here. It says with all readiness of mind, they... Receive the word with all readiness of mind. So prior to the with all, what was it that they were zealous for? What was it that they were uh, getting ready for? What What was their zeal for? Their zeal was for receiving the scripture. As a Christian, it is of the utmost importance that you are with all readiness, ready in your mind to receive what God's word has for us on any given particular day. It's not just, let's go fill up on Sunday, let's go fill up Sunday morning at 10, Sunday night at 6, and we're fine for the rest of the week. Come, maybe get a little top up on Wednesday night, and uh, then we'll be okay till Sunday. No, we need to have all the readiness of mind in the scriptures every day of the week. This is the food for my soul. This is the food for my mind. This is what helps me to think on things that are pure and just and lovely and of virtue and good report. If there be any praise, think on these things. I missed a few of them, Philippians 4, 8. I've got to be ready. I've got to turn things off. I've got to put things out of, out of uh, my hand. I've got, to, I've got to have readiness of mind. This was the attitude of the Bereans. And so this, this comes when you get up in the morning, and, and maybe that's when you do your Bible reading. God, give me a readiness of mind. I'm going to open the only book God's ever written, the Bible. The greatest book ever. There's no other book like the Bible. And it's alive. And as we said Sunday, it's current news. It's current news, this book right here. And then with all readiness of mind, so when we open it, also, hey, how about when we, when we come to church? 
Yes, we need to have our daily time with God. But when we come to church, may we be praying for a readiness of mind to receive the scripture with all readiness of mind. What did we say? Uh, what did we say earlier about those words with all giving our best? So, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter if it's the pastor, the assistant pastor, the missionary, the, the intern, uh, the Bible college graduate, or whoever is standing up here preaching the word of God. You know, if we're twiddling our thumbs on the back, if we're twiddling our thumbs in the middle or the front, or if, we, if, we're, if our mind is all the way over in the next week, that's not with all readiness of mind. We're not going to be able to get what God has for us. I'm as guilty as anyone. You know, sometimes even when you're standing up here preaching, if I'm not careful, my mind, I look at some of you, and I'm not blaming you, but I begin to think about things I'm praying for. I begin to think about next week. Oh, I can't do that. That's not readiness of mind. We've got we've to turn some things off, you know. When we come into church, God, I've I got to turn some things off. I've got to have my mind ready. That's a giving my best. And yes, when the missionary letters are read, I know it's not necessarily the scriptures, but when all of this is read, that we're prepared and we're ready with all our mind. How should we live the Christian life with all boldness? How should we live the Christian life with all readiness of mind? Number three, turn over to Acts 20. Acts 20. With all. What does with all mean? Giving my best. Giving my best. Have you ever heard somebody say this before in in regards to sports? Somebody will say, they left it all on the court. I'll tell you what that means. If you don't know what that means, that's fine. It means they gave their best. You know what? I hope, and again, it's not boldness in me. It's boldness in Christ. It's not readiness of mind in me. It's readiness of mind in and through Christ. I pray that in some way, when I'm at the end of my journey, whenever that is, that, it, that I will have left it all on the court for the honor and glory of our God. Do we make mistakes? Sure we do. We come back and we say, you know what? I want to give my best. I want to give my best for the Lord. I don't want to give my best for anyone else other than the Lord. Yes, if we do that, then we'll love our neighbor as ourself. We'll be the right husband, wife, so forth, and all on and on and it goes, and all the different hats that we wear. So with all, with all boldness, with all readiness of mind, number three, Acts 20, verse 18. When they were come to him, and he said unto them, Ye know from the first day that I came into Asia, after what manner I have been with you, at all seasons, verse 19, serving the Lord with all. Here it is. Humility of mind. Really, it's actually the next one too, although I'm only going to talk about the first one, but really we could actually read this uh, that, uh, I lost my place. Where was I? 20, verse 20, verse 19. Humility of mind uh, with all many tears and so forth and so on temptation and befell me by the lying way of the Jews but let's focus on that statement with all humility of mind humility being humble again it's not about me it's not about the church it's about the Lord Jesus Christ I need to have a 
with, with all my might, with my best effort, I need to be humble. Again, it sound, almost sounds like a with all my, but allowing Christ to work in and through me. You know, Paul said, I die daily. I am crucified with Christ, Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life which I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Again, uh, this humility of mine with all, it's, it's about Christ. Paul did not have an easy road. Paul had many tears, but Paul sowed, sowed humbly. Paul remained faithful. What is humility of mind? It is a humble opinion of one's self. It is a deep sense of one's littleness. It is a deep sense of one's weakness. Humility of mind. We need to have with all humility of mind. Anchor Baptist Church, we just had an amazing Sunday, but it's not about all the work even. It's not about anything. It's all about the Lord. And we know that we're little, and we know that we're weak, and we know that we're feeble, but God is almighty. And there's nothing our God cannot do. The mountains are still his. The valleys are still his. Those stars are still his handiwork. There's nothing our God cannot do. Humility of mind brings us back to a place that we have a humble uh, dependency, a humble opinion of oneself, and a total dependency on God. Every breath that I've taken since 7 o'clock when the service started, and every heartbeat that you've had since 7 o'clock when the meeting started, without God, uh, you're going to slump over in your chair, and that's it. He's controlling it all, isn't he? My heart pounding right now. Your heart pounding right now. Breathing, functioning, everything. It's all of the Lord. Humility of mind. But by the grace of God, but by the grace of God, where would we be tonight? Or if it weren't for the grace of God, where would we be tonight? We have the privilege to serve the King of Kings. We have the privilege to serve the Lord of Lords. We are saved by the Creator of the universe. We are children of the King, but we're still sinners saved by grace. Let's not forget that. We are a child of God through Jesus Christ, but we're still a sinner saved by grace. Except for the grace of God, our lives will be wrecked and ruined by sin. Turn over to Ephesians 4 quickly. And by the way, we must not play with sin. Sin always takes us farther than we want to go. We must not play with it. And it always, it, a lot of it comes back to pride, doesn't it? Pride. First sin, the first sin really, ever in heaven. It was in heaven, think of that. I was reminded of that tonight. Listen to a preaching before this afternoon. And the first sin was in heaven by, by Lucifer when he said, I want to be like the Most High. I want to do this, 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 and this. And uh, that was it. God didn't create sin. God didn't create uh, sin. God created a perfect being in Lucifer, and Lucifer had a free will, just like all the other angels have a free will. And he, he, chose to, he chose to go against God. And we read about that in the book of Isaiah. But anyway, we're now at, uh, where did I tell you to turn? Ephesians 4, yeah. Ephesians 4, I didn't turn there yet. Humility of mind. 
humility, humility. God resisteth the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, and in due time he will exalt you. He will lift you up. Humility. Ephesians 4, verse 2 says, With all lowliness, with all lowliness. Let's read verse 1. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, Paul says, I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you, I beg of you, I implore you, that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called. Uh, it's a, this is a prison epistle. With all lowliness and meekness, power under control, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love. But he said there specifically, with all lowliness, with all lowliness, humility of mind. It means, again, to humble, a humble opinion of oneself. It's a deep sense of one's littleness, a deep sense of one's weakness. Who are we that a king would bleed and die for? Wow, think about that. Again, Romans 5, 8, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burden of my heart rolled away, it was there by faith I received my sight. And now I am happy all the day. And I must come back to this place with all lowliness, with all humility of mind. Let's look at another one, Acts 28. With all. What does with all mean? Give our best. So tomorrow, when you're having a meal with your kids and you've got broccoli on the table and you've got green beans on the table and you've got salad on the table, you can say to them, all right, everybody, with all, eat it. Eat it with all, you know. Well, I only want this, that, and the other thing. Nope, you've got to give your best at the table while you're eating. So eat it all. Pastor said eat it with all. It's in the Greek. Just look between the lines. I don't have a verse for that one, but anyway. Uh, I guess if mom and dad say eat it, then you've got to eat it because children will be your parents. So there you go. Uh, and so anyway, but you can try to barter. No, don't try to barter with them. With all, with all, Acts 28, look at verse number 31. The last verse of Acts, preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things which concern the Lord Jesus. Hey, what greater thing to do than to teach the things of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's no greater thing. There's no greater calling. And by the way, it's not just for the pastor. It's for every believer to speak of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are his ambassadors for Christ. What a blessing it is. And notice what it says here. It says, teaching those things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ with all what? Confidence. There it is. Slightly different than boldness by the way, with all confidence. What is it? What's another way we could say confidence? Here it is. Cheerful courage. Cheerful courage. We don't apologize for the Bible. We don't apologize for what we learn from the Bible. Confidence is in the Word, and confidence is in the God of the Word. My confidence tonight is not even in my college education, although much of it was surrounded in the Bible. My confidence is in the Word of God. It never fails. It's forever settled in heaven. It's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. The Word of God. Confidence. Cheerful 
courage. People will be offended. I'm not living to offend people, but people will be offended by our position. It will happen. But may they never be offended by our disposition. Confidence is not, guess what, another word, cockiness. We don't need any cocky Christians. There's too many of them already. And you've probably met some people that say, you know, if it weren't for Christians, I'd be a Christian. That's pretty sad, isn't it? That's pretty sad. That's not an excuse, by the way. That's not going to be good enough to stand before God and say, well, I knew a Christian in my neighborhood, and he was a, a mean guy, and you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay, well, I guess you'll be allowed into heaven then. I don't read that anywhere in the Bible. They're going to, every man, every man, every woman is accountable. You're accountable. I'm accountable. We stand before God someday. We'll be accountable. But may we not have a disposition of cockiness and pride. And by the way, I don't have to win an argument either. I don't have to win an argument. I'm standing on the Word of God. I'm standing on this book. You're standing on this book. And uh, we can be confident, cheerful, courage. Titus 2.15, let's go over there quickly. Thank you for listening. With all, that's our theme tonight. With all, which means giving our best. First, Second Timothy, Titus. Titus chapter 2, verse 15. Kind of goes along with this confidence. It's not the word confidence, but we're going to lump it in with this one. And it says, these things speak, Paul is writing here, uh, telling Titus, about the word of God, these things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Really could have been its own point, but I've slipped it in under confidence. He tells Timothy to teach the scripture, but he's telling Timothy as well, notice, let no man despise thee. There's an emphasis here as well that he live what he is teaching. He is teaching with confidence the truths of the Scripture. Cheerful courage. But it's not just a, 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 um, uh, out of our mouth, it's how we live our life. We need to be a billboard for the Lord, and I'm, I'm saying that in a, in a, really in a very respectful way, a billboard of cheerfulness. You know, if you're saved and on your way to heaven, really... That's pretty good, isn't it? That's pretty good. A lot of things can happen to us. The devil will distract us from that. And we can be pretty sad. But we need to be cheerful in the Lord. We need to be with all confidence that God has a perfect plan for our lives. We may not see it all, but someday we will. We must move on. How are we to live our life as a Christian? We're to live our life with all boldness. We're to live our life with all readiness of mind. We're to live our life with all humility of mind. We're to live our life with all confidence. Number five, we're to live our life with all prayer and supplication. Ephesians 6, 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Remember, with all means giving our best. Prayer is not just for Wednesday night. We know this. We know this. Prayer is any time. Prayer might be 30 seconds. Prayer might be five minutes. Prayer might be an hour. 
Don't miss out on opportunity with all, meaning with everything we're doing. Bathe it in prayer. You know, last Sunday, this Sunday, I don't know. I'm again, I'm not really a feely kind of person. But there was just something about this last Sunday's meeting and all the hustle and the bustle and people walking in and going out and walking in and going. Yeah, it's something you couldn't see all that, but I could see all that when you're when you're up in the pulpit. You see everything. You know, you see the guy walking his dog right through the place, and you see this happen, you see that happen, and all that stuff going on. I mean, it's I, I forgot about the outside meeting, right? You know? hear this noise going off over here and this dog barking over here and all that going on but you know what we didn't have any sirens which praise the lord people you know last year we had a lot of sirens and but anyway i'm just saying there was a there was a there was something about sunday that when the meeting ended and even during the meeting i just sensed the presence of god in an unusual way and really people were listening I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm saying this with all prayer under this point because that's why it happened. It wasn't the eloquence of the preacher. It wasn't whatever, whatever, whatever. It was hours added up, hours and people and hours and people and hundreds. Who knows how many people had prayed for that particular event and were praying at that very moment with all prayer and supplication. Supplication is on the behalf of someone else. We had so many people supplicating on our behalf at Anchor Baptist Church on Sunday. I don't even know how many. We won't know till heaven, but praise the Lord for it. What, is that, what, is it, what does that give us? It gives us the will of God. It gives us the peace of God. It gives us the power of God, whatever we need. Uh, you know, it comes through prayer, dependence on God. Do we always do our best? That's what it means to with all. Daniel prayed 21 days. Daniel 10. The answer came on the 21st day. But on day one, the answer was sent by God. Kind of got delayed a little bit. (laughs) The forces of darkness got in the way. Had to send in backup. You ought to read that. Had to send in backup. Backup came and cleared the way and there came the answer. Is the answer going to come in 21 days, Pastor? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. It might take five years. That's not the point. The point is we pray because we're we're utterly dependent on God. So we pray with all, with all our best. Romans 15, one more. How do we live our life? We're talking about how do we live the Christian life. I think, I believe, I know, and I'm not there yet. I'm saying I because this is from my heart to us tonight, from the word, with the word of God here, that God deserves my best. I know that. He doesn't always get my best, and I'm ashamed of that. I want to do better about that. I want to be more with all. As a husband, as a father, as a grandfather, as a pastor, as a brother in Christ, I want to be more with all. I mean, my best. Believe it all. Not in my power, but in Christ. And not because I have to, but because I want to. Why? Because he deserves it. One more. Romans 15, 13. It says, now the God of hope fill you. Here it is. 
with all. Fill you with all what? Joy and peace in believing. That ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. There it is. The Holy Ghost. (laughs) Number five, with all joy and peace. How should I live the Christian life? With all joy and peace. Joy is never controlled by our circumstances. You know these things. It's good to hear them again, isn't it? I need to hear it again too. Pastor Turner, guess what? Joy is not controlled by your circumstances. Happiness might be. Well, happiness is, let me tell you. I think you can go to a place where you can say, I'm just not happy about this. But I have the joy of the Lord knowing that with all he's given me joy and peace in the midst of it. This is the key. What is the key to joy and peace? It's right there. In believing. In believing. That's the key. Believing. God is able. Believing. God is good. Believing, as the songwriter said, he's able to carry me through. Right? Carry me through as the kids put the little baby in the uh, whatever that thing is there. Carry me through. Right? Our God is able. He's all-powerful. With all peace and with all joy, I believe in the abundance of hope that whatever God has for me is favorable for me and whatever God has for me is good for me. I'm living my life with all peace, with all joy. This is joy unspeakable and full of glory. This is a peace that passeth all understanding. This, my friends, is the abundant Christian life. I want to live the abundant Christian life every day with all. It's going to have to be a with all determination, with all boldness, with all readiness of mind, with all humility of mind, with all confidence in Christ, with all prayer and supplication, and with all joy. Jesus said, you must love God with all. That's where it begins. If I love God with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength, these other six or seven things, they will come in line. But remember, you can't work it up. You can't work it up. It's because we are in Christ. And Christ is in us. Does the church deserve your all? Not before Christ. Does your family deserve your all? Not before Christ, but I'll I'll say this. If you give Christ your all, your family will be taken care of. There is no competition. God doesn't pit a husband against a wife or a father against a child. He doesn't put them against each other. If I love God with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength, then I'll love every my neighbor as myself as I ought to, and I'll, I'll be able to do everything that God has created me to do in its rightful place. Yes, we do give our all to the church, but not before the Lord. He's faithful. He has shown us. Think of this. Jesus Christ showed us how to do it with all. He gave it all on the cross. And he showed us this is how. You live the Christian life with 